Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast as we look back at a tumultuous last 48 hours which saw Solari exit and the return of Zidane. We'll also catch up with all the latest rumours and speculations surrounding transfers and impending new arrivals for this summer. And so after just 248 days away, Zidane is back. And so what's now for the club, the players, the future? What promises were made to Zidane by Perez to get him to return to the club after less than a season away? Firstly, then his contract will run for the remainder of this season, plus three more to follow. The big question is, though, can he rebuild a team to add to his nine titles, one in his first spell here, which, remember, make him the second most successful coach in the club's history behind Munoz, who accrued 14. And what of Solari? Well, there has been an offer put to him to remain in the club in a position yet to be confirmed. He is at present thinking the offer over. As for any conflict with Zidane, his relationship with him over the years has always been very good. And there were also plenty of messages of thanks to the outgoing coach from a number of players. Reguilon said, I will be eternally grateful to the coach who trusted me and I am convinced you will go on to do great things. You deserve it, he said. Thank you for believing in me. Vinicius also added, thank you for everything, for helping me since my arrival, for the trust and the opportunities you gave me. God bless. Lucas Vasquez also added, I thank you for your trust in me and your dedication. I wish you the best of luck in the future. And finally, Marcos Llorente thanked him as well. He said, for the confidence you showed in me and the opportunities that I was afforded. Perez was prominent at the presentation. He welcomed back what he called the best coach in the world. Your passion for Madrid brings you back to the best club in the world. And Perez had words as well for Solari. I want to thank you, he said, for your dedication and loyalty to this club. This is your home. You are part of this club based on your merits, and you showed great commitment for day one in adverse conditions. We want you to remain attached to the club if you wish. But it was Zidane's turn to take to the lectern. He said, it is a special day for me. I'm here because the president called me. I am very happy. What I want is to get to work again and put this club back to where it should be. Things are going to change. We have to change for next season, but now is not about that. Now we have 11 games left and we want to finish as well as we can. Well, if we were going to get a return of Zinedine Zidane, what about a return then for Cristiano Ronaldo? And this, of course, was before the hat-trick that he scored for Juventus in the victory over Atletico Madrid. It was asked, do you want him to come back? Again, the answer, it's not the issue. We have 11 games left. That is all we are thinking of at the moment. We all know what Cristiano means to the history of this club. He was one of the very best, but it is not something for now. Whether that means it's something for the summer, who knows? Well, the one question that everybody wanted answered, what has Perez had to give him in order to get him to return? Well, he will have the overall say on all footballing matters. No decisions on signings will be made without his approval Plus, there will be a salary commensurate with his position. Remember, he wasn't even in the top 10 highest-earning coaches in the world last year. That is not the case now. His contract will be initially at $12 million per season, plus add-ons, which is still, by the way, significantly less than Diego Simeone 
at Atletico. Now, asked if he was refreshed after his break. Yes, he said, nine months here in Madrid, living here, recharging my batteries. I am now ready to experience the thrill of training Real Madrid on his technical team. It will be the same team, he said. Then there were the names of certain players that popped up. Isco, Marcelo, Bale. I'm back, he said, with the players who have won a great deal. I will go back to work with all of them. I'm not thinking about signings or who is leaving. I'm only thinking about the first 11 games. His first job, though, after this press conference was a telephone call to Sergio Ramos. Now, fan polls were running in full force within hours. 73% said he was the right choice to return Zidane. Which player did they think would benefit the most from his re-arrival here? It was Isco that topped that poll on 50-plus percent. The biggest loser would be Gareth Bale, 47.1% saying that. The key to the summer, a major clear-out and plenty of new faces. That was what was wanted by 48% of the polls. 79% believed that Zidane should have the final say in any signings. As for who he would prioritise, long-time favourite Eden Hazard, 51 percent of the vote. Then it was all the way back to 10% for Neymar and Kane. Mbappe didn't actually register 2% of the vote. And the positions the fans want strengthened, well, 74% wanted new forwards. And finally, was Zidane right to return to the scene of his past glories? 64% believed that he was. Then as the night went on, a few more comments appeared from Perez. Zidane, he said, is a man who produces enthusiasm all over the world. On Cristiano Ronaldo, again, remember this was before that hat-trick. He said he is where he is and he is doing very well. Asked about which they would choose or which Zidane would choose, given Neymar and Mbappe. Perez answer, why not both? The media spent the night lapping all of this up. Plenty joining in the discussion as well. Ike Casillas joined in on social media. The festival of comments comparing Zidane's return to that of Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future 2. He was saying some sequels are better than the originals. On to the potential signings for next season. Firstly, Mbappe. He'd already, remember, spoken in interview in the last few days saying he will stay in Paris. But that was before Zidane's return. This may have an effect on his decision, it said. On Eden Hazard. Now, if sanctions at Chelsea remain in position and they cannot buy any players... They may well be forced to keep Eden Hazard, regardless of the fact that he could then leave for free in 2020. But in 2020, would Real Madrid still want him or would they have already gone elsewhere? Not a foregone conclusion then, this move for Hazard and a lot of hurdles still yet to overcome. On then to Neymar, another who has said on record in the last few days that he was going to be staying in Paris for next season. Equally, Zidane was never really in favour of his arrival last year when he was here and his potentially divisive presence is something else that he wants to avoid at all costs. The chances of his arrival, if these deals are going to be sanctioned by Zidane, is very slim. One Zidane would definitely prefer is Manchester United's Paul Pogba. Uh, But it does mean, though, that they would have to deal with Mino Raiola. And that is something that they have tried to avoid at all costs in recent times. But it might not put Madrid off this time around. But with the turnaround in fortunes at Manchester United, would he actually want to leave? The chances are yes, as he would see a bigger chance of title and cup wins with a resurgent Real Madrid.
What about Harry Kane? Not that Zidane doesn't rate or want him, but at 250 million, Zidane's view is the money could be spent better elsewhere. The Militao deal, that is still very much on the table despite his recent transgressions. Expect that deal, though, to go through. Palacios, another casualty, it seems, as Zidane at present has little use for the Argentinian. On day one, then, of the new regime and the first training session on Wednesday, both Isco and Marcelo were in on their day off. Vinicius was also in, continuing his rehabilitation. And Sergio Ramos was filming himself and making sure the postings were going up live and regularly on social medias from his home. One of the first requests of Zidane is that Marcelo will stay, according to reports from Brazil. Coach and player will meet this week to discuss his future. Now, earlier in the week, we reported that the Colombian Juan Cantero had grown fed up with waiting around for Madrid and was looking at a contract offer from River Plate as well as potential moves to the Premier League. He was left stunned, though, after allegedly receiving a call from the club on Tuesday who said they want to get the move back on again. Back onto the transfer rumours and speculation. The striker hunt is going to be hotting up very soon. Luka Jovic of Weintracht Frankfurt is still on the agenda. But as his goals have slowed up, Robert Lewandowski has taken over as the Bundesliga's number one goal scorer. 17 goals this season, four in the last two. Now, his contract has another two years to run. Remember last year, Uli Hoeneß refused to meet him to discuss a move before deadline day. And despite his desire to move after five seasons, he realised it was futile as Bayern simply wouldn't sell. This summer, though, with Bayern Munich rebuilding as well, the situation may differ. Though the fact that they still won 80 million plus for him, which for a player at 31 is a lot of money, a potential move to Real Madrid is still a way off. Good news, though, for Ashraf Hakimi, who was on his way back this summer. Zidane's arrival will not endanger that return, nor the return of Raul de Tomas either. Uh, the one player, though, that it may not be good news for is Martin Odegaard. And bring you up to date with this morning's news stories. Eden Hazard's name and face again is highly visible in the media and comments forthcoming from a range of quarters on his potential move away. Roberto Martinez said Hazard is showing the best form of his career. He is ready to lead whatever project or team that he plays with. What though if a deal can't be done? Well, names in the frame include Zaria Mane, Mo Salah and Jadon Sancho. Now, reports in Italy have alleged today that Madrid have been back in touch about the possibility of signing Icardi. Contact has been made with wife and agent Wanda Nara. Uh, Juve, remember, also remain interested, as indeed are Napoli, who have offered close to the $10 million per season that he wants. Later surrounding Kylian Mbappe is a 250 million package is being put together to present to PSG, which could include just the money or the cash plus a range of players. And you could pick from the likes of Isco, Asensio, Benzema or indeed Mariano. And finally today, Christian Eriksen is again being sounded out with the intention of him being the ideal replacement for Tony Cruz, who looks set to leave this summer. Ericsson's agent, Martin Schutz, has refused to comment. He said, I don't want to add to any more of the speculation. Christian is focused only on playing football with Spurs at present. 
And that is just about it for now. Remember, you can catch up with all of the season's news so far, how this extraordinary year has unfolded by going through the website at realmadridpodcast.com or going to Spotify, iTunes, Google or Stitcher where you can find all of the last year's podcasts together. Now, we'll be back on Monday. Until then, do enjoy the rest of the week and Zidane's first weekend back in charge. And we will be back next Monday. From me, Tim Capel, until then, bye-bye for now.